Hello and welcome to this week's Innovation Forum Monday Briefing, a regular preview to what's coming up. I'm Ian Welsh. We're well into conference season and Innovation Forum will be on the road several times over the coming weeks. At the end of May, we will be in Minneapolis for the Future of Food USA event and I caught up with conference director Emily Heslop to find out how it's all coming together. First though, I'm joined as ever by Innovation Forum's B. Stevenson, who once again has been looking ahead to what's coming up this week. Welcome to the Monday Briefing, B. Hi, Ian. So obviously, big thing coming up this week is Earth Day on Saturday, 22nd of April, and we'll come to that in a sec. But also happening this week is the Nordic Conference on Climate Change Adaptation. B, what's going to happen there? This is a multi-stakeholder event held for all who work on climate change adaptation in the Nordic countries. So Iceland, where it's being held in Reykjavik, along with Denmark, Finland, Norway, Sweden and the Faroe Islands. The focus is on adaptations in cities and municipalities in these countries. It's really about sharing the actions that have been implemented and how, what's worked, what are the key learnings in the adaptation process. And it's really a valuable event for the Nordic countries to exchange key learnings and to open dialogue around adaptation, which often doesn't receive the same kind of attention as mitigation. So there are going to be sessions on a lot of different aspects of this, including comparing policy approaches across the region, tackling transboundary issues and climate risks between the regions, and then focusing on the different levels of areas that need to adapt. So resilience in small communities, but also planning with adaptation integration in cities. Well, it should be a really interesting event. And the Arctic region, particularly impacted by climate change, happening faster in the northern latitudes. Certainly worth looking to see what comes out of that. As I said earlier, the big thing coming up this week is Earth Day. In the lead up to that, Extinction Rebellion are planning a big event in London. What's going to happen there? This event is being called The Big One, with the aim of 100,000 people gathering outside the Houses of Parliament for four days in London, starting on Friday. This has been organised by Extension Rebellion, which has recently dialed down its tactics and has said that it will try and be more accessible and open and will reduce its more disruptive tactics. So this is the first major event since that resolution, and it'll be a four-day peaceful protest, which will be more family-friendly and accessible, welcoming. But this is also being supported by more than 70 other organisations, including climate-related organisations like Greenpeace, Friends of the Earth, as well as single issue groups on completely different issues like the campaign for nuclear disarmament and Palestine action. And Patagonia is supporting it again. And we can see that Patagonia is once again publicly supporting climate action as a brand. Yes, it's interesting, wasn't it? Because Extinction Rebellion lost a lot of support over their quite pushy activities, closing roads, disrupting people. They had begun to get some quite negative publicity. So it's interesting the change in approach they've taken and the fact they've still managed to keep the likes of Patagonia on board is telling, I think. So we'll see what happens in London. Obviously, Earth Day itself coming up on the 22nd of April. What are you seeing happening around Earth Day? It's really going to include a very wide range of events coordinated globally by EarthDay.org with a lot of partners, including 1 billion people in more than 193 countries around the official theme for 2023, Invest in Our Planet, obviously including our own webinar. Absolutely. We do have our webinar coming up on Friday the 21st of April, where we're looking at ESG issues and supply chains and the incentives that work on the ground. That's at 10am UK time, 11am European time. Looking forward very much to that, B. What are you hoping to hear from it? Well, I think it'd be great to hear panels sharing the different kinds of incentives and approaches that can encourage suppliers to implement sustainable changes in farms and factories on the ground. 
I'm ready to hear some proven examples of incentives that have actually worked for our audience to learn from, hopefully. And we've got a number of different organisations appearing. So lots of different thoughts around the incentives around ESG. And we'll try to have a, a varied conversation. So as I said, that's at 10 o'clock on Friday 21st. You can sign up on the Innovation Forum website. B, thanks very much. Thanks, Ian. The Earth Day webinar is at 10am UK time this Friday 21st of April and there's a link in the podcast description where you can register for free. Joining me will be supply chain experts from Supply ES Exchange, KT Himalayan Institute of Alternatives and Footprints. The Innovation Forum team is working hard on delivering our 2023 spring conference season. Over the coming weeks up to the end of June we'll be discussing sustainable apparel and textiles, the future of food and business and climate action on scope 3 emissions. Our Future of Food USA event is going to be in Minneapolis on the 31st of May and 1st of June. We've got some great participants and panels planned. Coming up now is Innovation Forum's Emily Heslop with some details about sessions to look out for. Welcome to the Monday Briefing, Emily. Hi Ian, thanks for having me. We're very excited about the Future of Food USA conference that's coming up in a few weeks. Tell me a little bit about some of the sessions that we're going to have at the conference. There's two key sessions that I wanted to talk about today that I'm personally really looking forward to and we've got some great speakers. So the first one, we're looking at financing innovation, looking at how investors can redirect finance to deliver that food systems transformation. A couple of the key objectives we're going to be looking at are looking at these funding models that exist to finance the innovation and then ultimately what the key challenges, risks and unintended consequences of these models could be. And then also looking at how we unlock more capital in this space and make sure it's directed to the right place along the value chain and to the right actors. Now, I see we've got Field to Market speaking on the panel and also Regenerative Food Systems Investment Forums. What are those organisations going to bring to the session? Field to Market, as they're a membership organisation with nearly 150 members representing all different parts of the US agriculture supply chain, they're quite well positioned to discuss their blueprints for accelerating sustainable agriculture across the value chain. And I'm sure Scott will also be providing an update on the Climate Smart Commodity Grant, which is focused on innovative finance financial incentives which has a funding ceiling of up to 70 million so a lot of capital is flowing at the moment and that's Scott Herndon isn't it Scott Herndon who's president of Field to Market who's speaking exactly and then we've got Sarah Day-Levesque who's the managing director of Regenerative Food Systems Investment Forum and she'll be focusing slightly more on the regenerative side so some of the barriers that farmers face during their transition to regenerative practices and what investment opportunities actually exist for them to overcome these challenges she'll also be able to provide a bit of an overview of how the flow of capital in the regenerative space has evolved for example the new and significant interest from venture capital in the recent years and how that's evolved in the regen ag space We've also got a consumer session, haven't we, looking at consumer attitudes. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? So in this session, we're going to be looking at a number of different things. So from looking at how to engage with your consumers to credibly demonstrate what business sustainability goals and values you have to mitigate the chances of greenwashing and making sure you're communicating in an effective way. And that's becoming increasingly challenging with a number of regulations and things and somewhat a lack of standardization in terms of communicating to consumers. And we'll also be looking at new tools and technologies that could be used to reconnect consumers with their food and make sure they're actually engaged in what's going on in the supply chain and the actors also who are involved in sourcing their products as well. 
Yeah, so we've got a couple of big brands on the stage, haven't we? We've got Dole Food Company and McCain Foods and also the Centre for Food Integrity. So some interesting perspectives there for sure. What are you expecting the different panellists will bring to the session? We've got that brand perspective from Xavier Roussel, the Vice President of Marketing and Sustainability at Dole Food, and Jess Newman, the Senior Director of Ag and Sustainability at McCain Foods. Both of those will have really practical examples of what they've done within their organisations as very kind of consumer-facing organisations to ensure that their messaging is on brand and appropriate for the consumers. So, for example, McCain have recently developed regenerative fries and working on this Farm of the Future game to ensure that engagement with their consumers. And then Mickey French from the Centre for Food Integrity, who's the executive director, will be focusing a bit more on the research and the evolution of consumer engagement in the food and agriculture ecosystem. They've done a lot of research on transparency and trust and how the relationship between those two have evolved and what transparency actually looks like for companies today. And also trying to provide specific takeaways for the audience on how to be more transparent on the path to building that trust and brand loyalty. Another great session, I'm sure. Looking forward to that one. How can our listeners get involved? They can still purchase tickets for the conference and we've actually got a discount deadline so they can save $200 on the price of their ticket if they purchase before this Friday, so Friday the 21st of April. If they're interested in joining us with some colleagues, we would recommend that as we've got breakout sessions so we don't want you to miss any content across the two days. Do email me if you are interested because we do have discounts available for group passes and things like that. Great. So all the details and all the contact details, of course, on the Innovation Forum website, as ever. Emily, looking forward to the event in Minneapolis. See you then, if not before. Thanks, Ian, for having me. This week's podcast will feature some content previewing the Apparel and Textiles conference coming up in Amsterdam in a couple of weeks. So do look out for that on Thursday. However, that's it for now. Have a great week and goodbye.